Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. A big thank you to the Headstuff Podcast Network for having us. My name is Dave Coffey. I'm a maverick. I'm a free thinker. I challenge conventions. Put it this way, if you're still using toilet paper, you might as well be living in a cave and checking the time on your sundial. Think about it, people. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. Right, we're going to kick things off today with this week's question of the week. The question this week is, what was your worst holiday experience? We have Jesse on the phone. Jesse, you feel you were ripped off in Dingle. What happened? Well, Dave, <coughs> Dave, I'll tell you, I saw a dead body. Right. In Dingle. Uh, I did, and you know what? It wasn't something I'd want to see now. I don't think it's something that anyone would want to see. And did you pay to see the dead body? Well, I'd paid to go on a roller coaster ride, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, surely, you know, when they'd be setting up the roller coaster for the next round of people, they'd have taken maybe a body out. Yeah, well, wh- why was there a dead body on the roller coaster? Well, that's the question, Dave. And and did you not get an answer? No. No, I've emailed them. I've emailed them. I've called them. And what kind of state was the body in when you got on the roller coaster? Well, it was... Oh, no, it was fairly intact. Like, it was a, it was a body. You know, so the, like, it was a whole body. But they were recently de- deceased, would you oh, say? Oh, well, yeah, that was clear, yeah. Okay. Although, How, no, no, it wasn't rotten now. Okay. Like, it wasn't... So, it didn't smell. Like. So, can you guess that maybe this person had a heart attack? Oh, I'd the, say they died of shock, all right, right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did that put you off the roller coaster? that now it was just right. I didn't want to be sitting beside a dead body you know when they take the photos when you're coming round mm. the bend of the, the thing well like I, there was I in the photo and there was a dead body beside me and that's not really a memory I want to keep no. it's not a keepsake you know what I mean yeah did you buy the photo oh I, I did yeah, yeah. Just to, well do you know I did it more as evidence to them to go look it, there was a dead body here you can't cover that up yeah uh, can you tell me the name? Uh, maybe tell our producers all fair the name of the uh, of the of the fair. Is it a fairground or? It was run by a guy called Gary. Okay, we'll try and get Gary on the phone. Great, uh, you, I'd really appreciate that. Jesse, stay on the line, okay? Oh, Jesse, oh, hang on, Jesse. Um, I'm told that Gary is actually on the phone. Uh, we he, he heard your he heard your call and has has called into our Gary. Can you? Happy Gary. Carrie, can you shed some light on the situation? Because it's very upsetting for Jessie. She got on the roller coaster. She paid her money. She has to sit beside a dead body. Yeah, no, um, not, not usually the way that we do things. Right. Are you denying that this happened, Gary? Is that, is that what's going on? I, I, I don't know. Just, I was have, trying to have a nice day. It's my sister's baby's baptism. Right. It's, well, Gary, you took money from me. I, d- I, I did, yeah. But you had the right of your life. No. Well, I... It was a good ride. I'm sorry, there's just a, no no refunds. It was your sister's baby's baptism. Were they were they there on the roller coaster as well? No, that's it today. But but it just so happens, me, me other sister, she was, it was her baby's baptism as well. Uh, I'm sorry, Gary, but I want to know, what does this have to do with the dead body I found? Well, it's just life keeps on going, you, you know? Well, not for the person who died. No, but then the baby was born. The circle of life continues. Look, I, uh, look, I have this dead body, right? I took this dead body home. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesse, you took the dead body home. I thought, well, yeah, you know, I knew As they evidence. Get, I knew they try and get rid of the evidence. No, yeah, yeah. I have it beside me here. Okay, and how long ago was this that this happened, Jesse? It was a while ago. This is about two months ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you putting it on ice? Well, I've been, I've been trying to call you for like two months to try and sort this out. I've been very, very busy. I'm building a new ride. Like I have a body in my house. I have a body in my house. What am I supposed to do with the body? Jesse, listen, I'm, I, I don't know if you'd be keeping a body for that long. 
in your house. What am I supposed to do, Dave? Well, I think you should contact the authorities. Look, I suppose we could give you a voucher for half off. Would that do, Jesse? I won't say no to Well, to okay, us. great. Or at least we're getting somewhere, guys. Thank you so much, both. That's what phoning it in is all about. It's solving problems. Uh, and thank you very much, both, for calling in. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> thank you, I've been Gary. Uh, Lindsay, I believe you stayed in a haunted hotel. Hi, yeah. Yeah, no, I did. Um, I'm actually... I'm speaking, really, through um, everything I say now. I hear it. The ghost basically whispers it to me. I don't have power of my own thought anymore, unfortunately. So, am I talking to Lindsay or am I talking to the ghost? Well, actually, coincidentally, the ghost was also called Lindsay. Right. So, you're S, you're, yeah. Oh, hold on a second. The ghost is just morbling for a sec. He does this. Morbling? Morbling. It, it was a guy. You see, this was the issue that right. Lindsay actually was born a woman but really wanted to always be a man so um, well, I'm quite confused now Lindsay um, <laughs> so Lindsay you the caller is a woman yeah, Lindsay yeah. the ghost who died was a man but always wanted to be a woman no was a woman was woman. christened Lindsay but right. always wanted to be a man and so unfortunately this tragedy just continues because really if the ghost had taken the form of a man I feel like she she he them would have been much happier yeah so uh, can can you communicate with the ghost, Lindsay, and ask uh, Oh, well, them. you see, everything that I'm saying now is just being channeled through Lindsay. Right, okay. Which, oh, no, you've lost me again now. Which this Lindsay? is all the ghost speaking. Okay. But the ghost likes to distance herself from her own tragedy, so... Right, so the ghost Lindsay talks about themselves in the third person through you. You can see why I'm a little bit confused, Lindsay. You know, I don't really love to talk about this, so this is a big move for me. Can I maybe speak to the uh, the human who is alive, Lindsay, just for a minute? Hold on, let me just confer. Hi. Oh, Lindsay, hi. Hi, how's it going? And listen, you obviously have uh, been this inhabited. Is really, this is exciting. I haven't been out in two years. Well, how do you feel having been inhabited by a ghost? Uh, it, you know, everything just feels crisp. I feel like I've just had a whole thing of Lucasade. But I mean, in like the time it, when you had been inhabited, what was that like for you? Was that you know? It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain what that feels like. I would say very slow sex, but that's not that wouldn't be the right thing. So I won't probably say that. Um, it doesn't sound too bad, though. Well, sometimes if sex is too slow, it's just dull. You know? Yeah. Who who needs it? Yeah. Okay, listen, Lindsay. Thanks a million for calling in. Uh, it was great to hear that's your story. My pleasure. Yeah. Take care. Our next caller is Billy. Billy, you say that bus drivers continuously ignore you. What's going on? I take the 163 bus from Shankill yeah. to Cavantini every I, morning for work. I know it well, yeah. You know it well. I do. Every time I get to the door of the bus for the last three weeks, I haven't been allowed on. Long and short of it, Dave, I haven't been to work in three weeks. Right, okay, well, that's very serious. And and I keep getting calls from yeah. work, and I keep ignoring the calls. Why are you ignoring the calls, Well, Billy? I just, I can't deal with it after right. being ignored. Tell him about the basket! What's that? Who's that in the background, that's Billy? my mother, stop. Tell him about the basket, no. Billy! Mom, it's not the right time. What, what does she mean about the basket, Billy? I... Tell them about your special basket. I keep all of my things in a small basket that I bring with me. Okay. 
I don't know if it's relevant. <laughs> well, maybe no, maybe it is. It might what, be relevant. What, tell them about thing. the creatures, Billy. What's in the basket, Billy? Because ma- maybe that might be the reason they're not letting you on the bus. I have my my friends and my creatures are in the basket. Your, sorry, your creatures. My um, creatures, yeah. Are they so animals? Is it pets? Uh, well, friends. Friends. Yes. Um, Stephen. Okay. Um, it's a snail. Okay. Yeah. And Bart. What's Bart? Bart. What he's kind a of beast. He's, a, he's a beast. What kind of a beast? Thanks, mum. See, now, this could be, like, this could mm. be the heart of the matter, because you, you've got a basket with a yeah. snail mm-hmm. and some kind of a beast on yeah. it. Like, maybe the bus driver isn't comfortable with that. He's a Bengali tiger. D- D- Bart is a Bengali tiger? Yes. Okay, so, now, this actually definitely seems, like, very pertinent to the situation, because you've got a large basket, I'm guessing. It's a cat he painted. Okay, right. It's a cat. So, you're trying to bring it's a cat. It's a Bengali tiger mother been right. dead for weeks he's, right, but- he's tired is all it is I don't know if you can fix this Dave but uh, my Bengali tiger yeah. is d- uh, d- dead and okay. um, I don't think I can fix that Billy now but would you maybe just leave um, leave leave the, the beasts at home but they're my friends though there's only oh. friends they're my only friends <laughs> Dave yeah. I don't know if I've yeah. mentioned that no Thanks, I understand, I understand. hammering that home yeah. What's a disgusting basket? The Tell them to burn the basket. <laughs> burn the basket. I don't, listen. Maybe you should listen to your I mother, Billy. I, 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 like, no, I don't think Stephen? you should. I don't think you should kill Stephen but by all means. But what I think mean the basket. If I burn the basket, no. Uh, but I mean, you could take Stephen out of the basket. You could burn the basket with Bart inside. Take him out of his home. Well, I mean, he's dead, you know, and and you could burn the basket and then put Stephen into some kind of smaller receptacle, like a a smaller basket, like a well, or or a small Tupperware box or something with holes in it, and then you could bring him. Yeah, you could bring him. Made of wicker. Billy loves his baskets. I actually am. If you if you wanted to use a basket, look, there's no. I would just suggest a small basket. Well, it just seems the perfect receptacle for anything you need. A basket. His last gift, gift from his father was a basket. Right. Dad left me a basket. Right. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. I think you know. I think we've gotten to the heart of the matter here, Billy, which is that you're trying to bring a dead cat on a bus, and I think you know that's not going to work. I'm afraid. Yeah. Listen. Thanks so much for calling in, Billy, uh, and I hope. I hope you are able to get on that bus tomorrow and get back to work. I feel far worse now than when I rang. Thanks for calling in, Billy. Okay, Okay, our next caller is Simone. Hi. Uh, Hi, Simone. Uh, You think your wedding photographer deliberately made you look bad in all your wedding photos? I do. I do. Um, I (laughs) Let's just say that I'm a beautiful woman. Okay. I don't know if you can tell from my voice. I've been called sensual my entire life. Uh, ever since I was a child, um, my effect on men and women and everyone was just so overwhelming. Okay, well, we'll, we'll move on from that. Sure. Um, photographer is my uh, sister-in-law. Okay. And um, let's just say that I know I am better looking than the photos would represent. And why do you think your sister-in-law would have gone out of her way to make you look bad? Well, she's a uh, jealous. She's a um, she's a witch. Mm. So um, when you say witch, she deals in in the occult in the occult arts. A Wiccan. Yes. Like what did the photos look like? 
um, like me, but just not as attractive as I know myself to be. And what about uh, your husband? What does he have to say about this? Uh, he doesn't say um, much of anything. He's taken a vow of silence. Of silence. Yes. Okay, well, look, we actually have your sister-in-law on the phone. She no, heard right, you talking yeah, yeah. and she wants her right to reply, which I think is only fair enough. Uh, Margaret, what do you have to say about this? Well, uh, Dave, <clears throat> what I'd really like to get out in the open about this. Here we go. Well, I've really, I've, I've, look, I, I've been holding on to this information for my brother's sake. Mm. Okay. And, uh. What information? And is I really, that? Uh, I think it's time for everybody to come out in the open here. Great. Are you going to tell everyone what a stone cold bitch you are? No, I'm going to tell everyone that you're a goat. <laughs> All right. Well, she, Margaret is Margaret is clearly a, a crazy. She's a goat. Dave. I am not a goat. I she am is not a goat. Dave. I am not. Okay. Well, All right. But this is. I mean. <laughs> well, hang on, Simone. Let, let Margaret. You, you've had your say now, so let Margaret get in here. When you say a goat margaret what do you what do you mean by that i mean we have already heard simone talk about my powers oh yeah yeah she is a goat that i transformed for my brother to love do you mean that she was a goat and now she's a human or no, she's still a goat so she she's there always been a, a goat okay on simone yeah that to most of the human eye, she looks human. She will come across as a human. In photographs, well, let's hear right. In, in photographs, sometimes some of those, sometimes some of the powers will wear off, mm. and some of those goaty attributes will shine through in photographs. I think that's what Simone is referencing here. Right. I, I, I am aware. You know, so I, that of, is my uh, fault. I, like, I will say, I. I didn't cast the spell well enough there that it, it transposed over to photographs. And I apologize for that, Simone, but you are a goat. So there would be like a bit of fur where there shouldn't be fur or... Some, yeah, some budding like a, horns. A, 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 yeah. a snout kind of... Ins- Just the, the, the bare minimum of, yeah, of goat yeah. features. Hooves, hooves. We all know what On a goat face. looks like. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, Simone. Well, you don't, Simone. Well, all right, well I am not... A, I wouldn't because I'm not brother, a goat and I've never seen a goat. I love my very much. I but, love my brother very much. But can I ask you, Margaret, then, why did you... Uh, he fell in love with this goat. Right, okay. So he fell in love with Simone the goat. Being a, taking a vow of silence has mm-hmm. been tough on Roberto. Okay. And and what? where and does the vow of silence fall into this? Uh, he, he's had it since birth. He made the conscious decision at birth to never speak. Right. He was a very... Um, very troubled young man, but he found solace with animals. And well, can I just say you are a really great sister to have taken Thank care you. of your brother like that. And Simone, I think you need to really uh, take a long hard look at yourself. And because you're a goat, you're a goat. all right, okay. <laughs> just, I mean, my 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 appetite is I I've, uh, there. Yes, there are aspects of my personality that are goat like, but. Do you like climbing? Of course, of course. I'm I'm sitting on the top of a rock right now. Of mm. course, I like climbing. Yeah, and I I think because I wear high heel shoes and people hear kind of the clotting. That's that's from my shoes. Mm. Simone, I'm sorry that I had to, um, had to bring this out, but, and I'm sorry that I couldn't. Can you make... turn me back? Look, I was a goat. 
I want to go back. I want to go back. Simone, I... I can't do that to Roberto. Mm. He loves you, Simone. I mean, you are married. He he loves you, Simone. Can't you just love me as a goat? We had such a nice thing as a goat and and a man. But there were certain things, Simone, that... People frowned on it. People frowned. It is frowned upon. It is. I mean... I'm not, I, look, I'm not judging. If you can take a vow of chastity with his vow of silence, can you do that, Simone? I can't do that. Mm. Well, look, it seems like this um, this little family feud is going to continue. I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of it today, but I, I want to thank you both for calling in, uh, and particularly Margaret for, for telling her side of the story thank as you, well. Dave. Okay, look, uh, we'll move on to our next caller. Um... Um, we have Mary on the phone. Mary, you're fed up with people laughing on the dart. Yeah, um, yeah, I am. Uh, I have a naturally sad face, and uh, it's not just laughing, Dave, it's laughing directly at me. Right. Uh, my face just makes a frown. That's my resting frown face, I yeah. suppose you would say. And uh, inevitably, you know, I get on on my way to work, and um, a, a group of haggling teenagers will... On they on they pop, you know. Before long, one of them looks, takes a moment to look up from their phone, and they spot me, you know. And then all it takes is one to laugh, and then the other. And is it just young people that laugh at you, or do older people laugh at you as well? I hadn't thought about it, but probably the older people are laughing just perhaps more more discreetly. Right. So yeah. they're laughing behind your back, which in some ways is almost worse. worse. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's um. And is it just on the dart, or is it kind of everywhere? Is everyone just laughing at you all the time? It's it's mostly on on the dart yeah. and uh, also where I work. I work at TGI Fridays. Right. And uh, really, this, this are you in work now? Uh, I am. I'm calling you... from the um, the back room. Right. Surrounded by brownies, actually. Brownies. Yeah. yeah. Don't um, call us that. Is that? Well, you know, the problem is that, is, is, is that one of your coworkers? She's racist. Is that one of your coworkers? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, well, you know, sometimes when you said brownies, did you mean? If you've been laughed People. at your whole life, you know, you start to turn that antagonism outwards. Um, mm. So, yeah, a few of them are from uh, Portugal, very brown skin. So right. I called them the brownies. But you can see, can't you, that, you know, it's not right for you to turn that <laughs> anger on your co-workers. Yeah, just sometimes I don't know what to do, you know, with all this sadness. So, mm. uh, Is there anyone laughing at you right now? Just through, there's a little gap in the window. Um, there's some spinsters, I think. Don't call us that. Spink, spinksters? Is spinksters, that, yeah. Is that a drug street term? No, I haven't no. heard that before. No, no, they're just single spinsters. Ah, spinksters. Spinks, they're, they're Spanish as well. Mm. And they're laughing at you now, are they? Yeah, they are, yeah. Well, look, why don't you, let's confront them now, right? Why don't you go outside? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you heading out there now? Yeah, and heading, hand, hand your phone out. over to... Hold on a second, I'm heading out. Yeah, I'm yeah. on my way out. I'm just going to open this door and okay I'm out now yeah now hand your phone over to to one of one of the people that's laughing at you and, and I'll put and I'll have a word with them okay okay here take this for a second hello hello who am I talking to hi how's it going who is this uh, my name's Turlock Turlock listen I was just on the phone and with they, Big Sad Sack Sally is that who you're talking to <laughs> Yeah, oh I'm just gonna it's, it's actually Mary yeah, so, her name's yeah, Mary. Like, sorry Sally. Mary Turlock are you why are you laughing at Mary Oh my god, like, everybody laughs at her, because, like, she's such a racist. It's like, (laughs) 
genuine. We're just like, oh my god, like number one, what's wrong with your face? Because you're like, why are you? Why do you have that face? And it's like so funny. But like that's kind of not the main thing, to be honest. Like the main thing is that she's actually racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I mean, it, Sherlock, those two things are very separate things. I mean, I mean if you're laughing I at someone's I face, I would be racist if people didn't laugh at me. You know, this is it was a chicken and egg situation. Sorry, Mary, put Sherlock no, back on the phone. You know what I mean? It's like. Sorry, Mary, like, no, but, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, when you were younger, that your uh, your mom would be like, oh, if you do a face like that, your face will get stuck like that. Yeah. Well, she was being so racist, and her face was in this frame, and she's being racist, that her face just stuck like that. Like, that's right. so what happened, do you know what I mean? Like, I watched it happen. Right. Like, so, she didn't always look like that, do you know what I mean? So what you're saying is turnabout is fair play. Yeah, well, that's it. She brought it. this on herself. Yeah, well, totally, Dave. Do you okay, know look, Terrell, thanks very much because you really, really enlightened us on this situation. Yeah, you, no, would you mind really putting did. Mary back on the phone? Yeah, go on, Mary. Mary, I mean, this doesn't sound good for you at all. You know, you can't always believe everything you hear on the radio. But so. you admitted yourself you were racist. Yeah, you, you yeah, called no, Portuguese people brownies. You well, can't do brown, that. They've got brown skin. Yeah, but you can't call them brownies. Well, I wouldn't have if they hadn't been, you know, uh, taking the brownies and the sorry, the actual chocolate brownies. I don't mean taking each other. Um, so they, yeah, you see, sometimes at work, uh, if someone hasn't eaten the f- their full amount of cake, you know, uh, sometimes we're we cut off a little bit that's been nibbled on, and we'll have the rest. You know, and we're meant to divide that up, but the brownies were taking all the brownies. So um, I, they, look, I think you should stop calling them that, to be honest. And I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to leave it there, Mary. Thanks so much for your call. I have Liz on the line, uh, Liz. It says here that your grandmother was accidentally cremated. How did that happen? Oh God, Dave. Well, really now it was it was an awful day all round for mm. all of us. Uh, I'm not going to say we thought she was dead. That's not what I'm going to say. What I will say is she was unwell. Uh, yeah. And, you know, sometimes... The best thing to do in that situation is for somebody to have a lie down in a quiet place. I'm not going to say I told her to lie down in a coffin. I won't say that. But I did say, I did say, Granny, look, we're all, we're all in this place now together and you're a bit stressed out. I'm aware of that. You're not well. You're, you're really, to be honest, you're bothering all of us a bit. You've kind of, uh, you've been on edge all day. We're really having, trying to have a nice day out, even though it was our cousin Frank's funeral. But nice. at the end of the day, I said, look, I, Granny, I need you. I need you to sort yourself out. I need you to, to go away and just take some time for yourself and whatever that means. And look, did Liz, she... did, did she, you tell your granny to get in the coffin? I did not tell my... I did not tell my... I may have said... What I may have said is find a small, dark, quiet place for for yourself to have a lie down, Granny. Just so you're not... You're really... The vibe was really bringing us all down. She was really getting very anxious. Mm. I just wanted her. She but was on the verge a funeral, of a panic attack now. But you were at a funeral, to That's be true, fair. But really, we were all holding it together. Mm. And I just needed her to sort herself out. Well, people deal with grief in different ways, Liz, you know. I know. 
But I, I just really, I, I needed her to just take a step right. back from the family. So you told her to lie down in a coffin, did you? I did not tell her. I did not tell her to lie down in a coffin, right. Dave. I said, go find for yourself now. Go find for yourself now a nice, quiet, dark place for yeah. yourself to go lie down and have a moment. Yeah. And did she happen to crawl into a coffin? She did. Right. And what happened then? Well, Dave, the rest is history really mm. there, isn't it? I mean, she did, she did crawl into that coffin. And I mean, you know, the the men came along and they felt the weight of the body in the coffin, and they went, "This is one of this is one of those ones that we have to do. We have to put her in th- that place mm. because they do have a line of them, you know. They do, you know, waiting to a, go yes, in. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. So they went, "Oh, body in here, body in, in here, body in there," is the saying. In you go. I mean, do you hold the the funeral directors responsible? I do. I do now, Dave. But I also hold Granny responsible now. I did tell her to. I didn't tell her to get in a coffin and she did do that mm. to be honest and that is kind of her fault now she was really I mean really she was a bother all day and it really you know it really it added an extra level of hassle to the day well, look, her being cremated Seamus uh, Seamus O'Dowd is on the phone is is the owner of O'Dowd's funeral directors Hey Dave Seamus I mean do you oh. do you take some culpability here oh. Absolutely not. Here, Dave. O'Dowd Funeral Directors have a a long and storied history of of, um, burning loved ones um, with the greatest greatest dignity and humanity that you can can possibly burn someone that's your own flesh and blood. And that is what we've stood by for years. This woman barricaded herself in our room number two, which is a Taj Mahal-themed cremation hall. And it is wondrous. I have to say, the guys who put it together, um, we did a big refurb last year and uh, we expanded like never before. James, I feel like you're maybe trying to get some free well, advertising here for your funeral directors. I'm sure it's fantastic. It is incredible. But it's incredible. It'll transform your entire day. That's all okay, but, but, but back to anyway, the story she locked at herself hand. in the lavish Taj Mahal room. Who did? Liz. Oh, Liz, Liz locked herself she, in. Yeah. The pair of them were in the Taj Mahal. Okay. Right? I saw her. She she left a trail of cognac mm. to the Taj Mahal room and and brought her granny in there. Oh, Seamus, oh. I don't then know barricaded why, the doors. I don't know why you're going back on this now. We had an agreement. Seamus. Liz, you, you stiffed me. That was, half, that was half what you promised in that envelope. <laughs> half what you promised. So I said, I may as well come out and, and be clear about it. She... Cajoled her grandmother. She so forced her into a tiny box, and she pushed the giant Hang purple on, velour button that we have in the centre of the del- delightful Taj Mahal room. So, what you're claiming is that Liz lured her grandmother using cognac as bait into a coffin and had her cremated. Now. I will not listen but, to this anymore. But you're, I mean, you're from what you're saying, you're culpable as well, Seamus, because you were party to it. Is that right? I mean, I'm not a legal expert, but I, I don't think it comes really across. You've really shit the bed now, Seamus, haven't you? I would like to You've shit the bed, Seamus. some of what okay, I said. Well, watch your language there, please, now, Liz. No, I will not. Nobody shit the bed, Liz. We can get out of this still. Seamus, it doesn't... Hello? Yeah, it doesn't sound good. I don't think this is a good advertisement for O'Dowd's funeral directors, if I'm being honest. Well, what about Taj Mahal? Well, I'll tell you what. Room number three is... A delightful, it's a delightful <laughs> Aztec adventure. I think I'd like to end this call now, uh, Dave. I think I, I think would I, too. Uh, uh, I, 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 waterfalls. Yes, you, I'm sure I the, would, the, uh, the calls galore. 
we don't want to hear any more about the okay, Aztec well, room. I'm sure the police will be in contact with both of you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. I want to thank all of our callers for phoning it in, but I especially want to thank Hannah Mouse, Kelly Shatter, Ermigati, Luke Benson. Thank you all. Yay! Uh, I waved at the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I I waved at the microphone. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to do some plugs. Luke, got it? Um... We, yeah, our series, myself and Kelly's series, Long Dark Twenties, is out. We just put out our first episode, so check it out on YouTube and Facebook. What's just, it about, Luke? Um, I'd rather not answer that. Let, let the viewers <laughs> decide for themselves, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun, so check us out. There's Great. a lot of really talented people involved. Daddy, Aaron? Well, um, I am Aaron. <laughs> um, I, I have a... I have a podcast called This Feels Terrible and you can find out about shows I'm doing at erinmcgathy.com if it's updated and it will be. Hannah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I do comedy and writing and acting and stuff and I guess if you want to find out what I'm doing you can go on my Twitter and my Twitter is <laughs> at H-A-N-T-M-A-M. Oh, sorry, yeah, Kelly. Um, so I teach comedy improv, and my website is stokeimprov.com. That's stokeimprov.com. Brilliant. Ew. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dave. Hey. Thanks, Dave. Remember, if you would like to hear your complaint feature in a future episode, email us and tell us what's rubbing you the wrong way at phoningitinshow at gmail.com. Or you can offload your personal trauma on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at phoningitinshow. Before you go, I have a favor to ask. If you enjoyed the show, please tell some friends about it or rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. This will really help other people to find the show. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.